This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three-times weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom. I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a blue Monday. Hello, Dave. Hi, mate. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Any, any, any driving about in this winter? Well, first of all, Wintry weather, snow where you are in London or not? Yeah, yeah, snowing. Yeah. But I went to Sainsbury's earlier and there was no one there. It's bloody brilliant because you know I don't like people. Awesome. No, you don't like people. I know. Generally, you don't. No. No, the store, your store was yours. What about, and you haven't had any silly driving to Marlow or anywhere today? No, I did, it, strangely, it's almost Phew. as if I planned and booked bloody for the weather. I haven't been to work today. I've been Christ, hanging about. Off, I doing. thought about, I must admit, I thought about you, yeah, because... Normal thing around Ipswich, people were taking like, I don't know, three hours to get from Cop Doc <laughs> to Felix <laughs> Going and doing eight I'm, weeks worth of shopping. Honestly, it's just I went, cat, to, isn't I it? went to Germany for a couple of gigs four or five years <sighs> ago, Dave. Um, yeah. Feet of snow. No, no one better yeah. than eyelid. <laughs> no, nah, people, people cycling through it. No, nah, exactly. In their swimming shorts. Yeah, no, they're just. <laughs> We're just not geared up for it, are we? I mean, the only, I suppose the only positive thing today was, hey, it's nice to see it. Nice to see it on a Sunday. It wasn't the working week where Britain actually grinds to a complete bloody halt that we will... Um, yeah, but Dave, okay. as, as you know, I work in a school. So my Ooh. wonderful boss, Mr. Shaw, I'm w- just uh-huh. waiting for a text for him to oh, say, you are, I do know what, we're going to close ben, the school tomorrow. Of course you do. You, of course it's got its perks. So the stat, stat must be thinking that also, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> um, the school is at the bottom of his garden, so maybe not for him anyway. <laughs> FA Cup draw, Dave. Sheffield United at home. So normally from the FA Cup, the best case scenario is the biggest team possible. Man United um, at home, make yeah. a load of money or away, make a load of money. Yeah. Worst... Um, Interesting draws. People like to go to new grounds, even if it is Lincoln. You like to go to new grounds. Worst draw you can get is a team from your own division who are likely to beat you away. 
So, what, what are your uh, thoughts on Sheffield United uh, at home? It's crap, and it's just a nondescript rubbish draw. I mean, the only the only novelty thing about the whole draw it was I don't know how many I should know this is a how many people in the how many teams in the hat for the third round? I should seventy two. I don't even know that, but um. No, I can't. Oh, I don't know. But um, we were first, the very first out of the hat, apparently. I didn't hear that. I didn't see the draw, but apparently we were the very first out. That's a fair you, can old, a, uh... you can do a plug here, Dave. Why didn't you see the draw? Because you were busy re- ah, recording we... more excellent we... content for this wonderful channel, oh, yes? Of course we were. We were me and Stat were recording uh, this United you know, FC history, and we announced, I think, we're just as we went in, Stat got the, the alert on his phone, and uh, we announced it um, yeah, on our first recording. But, yeah, it's a rubbish draw, isn't it? I mean... Do you think um, Chris Wilder will play a reserve team? They're they're quite a they've got quite a good cup pedigree. Sheffield United haven't they? They're a good cup team, cup club. Yeah, they are. You, you can remember them getting a the semi-finals in the nineties. Remember one of the best saves ever. Seems um, Seaman from Pesky Solido wasn't well, it? I and remember. The, the Sheffield Derby one at the right at the start of the nineties. Um, of course, yeah, well, yeah. So they've got a decent pedigree. They, they beat us. I remember it was a bloody real cup about four three a few seasons ago. I think they beat us in the cup. It's a rubbish draw. Um, oh, I don't even know if we'll take it. So I don't know. I just hope we take it a little bit more serious. At least I think, as, as we touched on before, we've got a slightly stronger squad this year. And, you know... Um, it's going to be Luke Hyam Saturday, Dave. <laughs> possibly. Yeah, that'd be my, Luke might have had that penciled penciled in. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty pretty um, uninspiring draw, really. And, and was it Norwich through Chelsea, didn't they? The buggers. What, away? I mean, Oh, no, I can't remember. I might even be at home. Might even be at home. Oh, it was a, great I think it was a plum draw, plum. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no, not not impressed, not infused by that one. Um, I see they're doing, which is good, I suppose. They're doing the usual um, to try and get punters in. I think they're doing the usual. Dave, can you get in on your season ticket? No, not on mine. I don't know if you bought it. I'd never bother with cup games. So, no. but but it's only a tenner, is it? Yes, a tenner, yeah. Oh, that's so, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll, go. I'm going to go to that, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably go. Yeah, yeah um, did you get, did you, obviously with your gold-plated season ticket, you, you must get cut games, or did you not I take that I've got option? no idea. I think I get a massage instead. <laughs> okay. Around the okay. temples, Dave. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> you well, got, you yeah. went straight for the ball sack, didn't no, you? I... Uh, was, yeah, you say, you, you say massage, I think ballsack. <laughs> Speaking but, uh, of ballsack, Kieran Dyer has... A, <laughs> no, sorry, I love Kieran. Oh, yeah. um, former Blues and England midfielder Kieran Dyer is launching his autobiography. You like yeah. this title, Dave. Old Too Soon, Smart Too Late. Um, yeah, now, you're quite an avid um, football book uh, reader, aren't you? A, pr- a proper like English I, professor I would, them. would denounce them. your book collection, but from a football yeah. podcaster's point of view, it's probably yeah. probably good. Are you looking forward to that one? I think I think so. Apparently, he's he's come out and said it's going to be a warts and all, <laughs> a warts and all. Um, so plenty of revelations and stuff like that. Genital I think warts. I've, I've, yeah, <laughs> so in, in the first five minutes, I haven't even got to the game yet. We've got a uh, ball sack and genital warts in. Quite good effort, yeah. but um. I went to a thing with him and Titus Brand, one of these legends thing at the Dove a few years ago. Simon Milton was comparing it. And, um, yeah, I think their Newcastle, some of the tales from Newcastle could be quite interesting, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, I think they had a good time. But, um, yeah, you don't blame it. I think fair play to him. I think he's done all proceeds, from what I understand, he's donating to the academy and to, I might be the hospice, I might have got that wrong. Apologies if I have. But, yeah, so fair play to him. 
I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I think I read. I believe I read that. If I got that wrong, real big apologies. But I think I read that. So that's great. Yeah, Ipswich Town under 18s win away at Everton in the uh, FA Youth Cup. Dave, yeah. talk about the um, the the youth work at the club at the moment. Superb. So that's Alan Lee's under 18 side. So Alan Lee is uh, is in charge of that. I mean, it just seems to. I don't think it's any um, coincidence that since someone had the brains to bring all the half common sense to bring Brian Clue back to the club. Um, suddenly the academy appears to be bearing fruit again, doesn't it? Very much so. And obviously, um, and I think... see some more there. You know, Everton, you'd think Premier League team are going to have a very, very strong academy. So well, Especially having fact, seen Connolly and Dowell oh, score in the... <laughs> they're both well, Everton products, aren't they, in the last game right, at Portman Road? Right, and some of, the, some of the players playing for Everton now, Calvin... Oh, you wouldn't know these players because they're playing for Everton in the Premiership. But <laughs> Calvert Lewin up Premier front. League. Pre- Premier League. I say Premier Speedway. I think it's Premiership. Premier League. Um, Calvert Lewin up front. I think Holgate at the back. Tom. Tom. Da- You'd like Tom Davis. He's got quite long, unkempt hair, and he wears his uh, socks at half mast. He had his shirt out as well. You'd quite like him. Um, yeah, they've got some youngsters coming through in the team. So they've obviously got a very strong academy. That's a fantastic result. Brilliant result. Yeah, I think that was the. Third round, so I guess it goes fourth round, then quarterfinals. I guess I don't know. Lovely yeah. stuff. Um, later in the show, we're going to hear the Renegade Statman's rebuttal to um, Neil calling him out on um, Twitter last week. But apparently, I need to give a rebuttal of my own because no, as, it, if, uh, as if there was nothing more important <laughs> to talk about on <laughs> TWTD. <laughs> Last uh, week, um, it was posted on that forum that apparently me, I, Benjamin Bloom, the host of this podcast, am a from? former Norwich City season ticket holder. Um, <laughs> so, firstly, I'd like to say I'm very flattered that um, after a 4 2 win and a 10 goal striker and a manager in the final year of his contract, that I'm relevant enough and the podcast is doing well enough for me to be talked about. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to deny I have never held a Norwich City season ticket. In fact, I did look up the games and post them on Twitter that I've seen at Carrow Road. And I think I've seen Ipswich in the lead for seven minutes at Carrow Road. Otherwise, renou- they've lost every you, time I've been there. You renounced it, didn't you? You renounced it. Well, I must admit, on our history pod, we did play, We did, We did. did sort of talk that up a little bit. That was very, very unfair of us. But um, yeah, that was a bit, that was a bit odd. Because at first, when I... Um, I spoke to Stat, Statman last week. I thought they were talking about him. And he said, oh no, it's not me, it's Ben. I thought, okay, we've got we've got we've got to run with this a bit on the pod, but um, well. yeah, that was. I think the closest, don't you? So doesn't I think your your my your seventy sister, your my seventy year old father, who I don't want bought into <laughs> any ridiculous Twitter bollocks, is a Norwich fan and a wonderful <laughs> man who brought me up. My sister lives in Norwich, and that's, my uncle Richard also supports Norwich. That's right. That's right. Okay. So um, perhaps, and if that's a, if that's a problem for anybody, cough now and stop listening. Do you know what I mean? Grow up. <laughs> Perhaps, perhaps you were found <laughs> guilty by association. Yes, yeah, very anyway, much so. Can I just say I think you've well and truly dealt with that, Ben? Well I've done. Dealt with that with a big. Let's F-bomb. go. Let's go. Should we go? Should we go to Middlesbrough, Dave? So it's ball sack, general awards, <laughs> and a, a big F. Do I need to beat the F bomb? The 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 ad revenue is getting quite good now. We need to. They they don't let us have it if we have the F bombs. Oh, do they? Oh, but get it, get rid. Get rid. Score. Get rid. Score through it. Score it. Go on. Yeah, middles for crap. Go on. Bloody what was the time code? So I need to delete. All right. Oh, um, before ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So one change from the Forest game. Chambers back in for Iorfa. Here's your team, Dave. So Barton goal. First yeah. choice back four. Who was right back, Dave? Spence. Come on, you can do better than that. 
<laughs> Thank you. Chambers, Webster, Knudsen across the back four. Your two defensive midfielders, Skews and Connolly. Your three attacking midfielders, and they are actually midfielders, Ward, Hughes and Selina. Waghorn up front. Um, no Garner, Dave. What do you think of the team? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I think they played really, you know, obviously Chambers is always going to come straight back. And Mick said that, didn't he? I think if I offered the or Spence had the game of the century and scored a hat-trick from centre-half last week. Um, yeah, Chambers is always going to come back in at the expense of Iorfa. Um, yeah, Garner away, maybe a bit surprised he didn't come back in for an away game, seeing as we play, but you can't blame him for giving that team, um, you know, perhaps giving him another few minutes, a half rest, or well, as it turned out, half a rest, and um, giving that team a go, because Waghorn has done well up front on his own, really, but... And we'll get we'll get to that more, I think, afterwards because it's yeah. Go on. <laughs> um, so Borough, no friend. Fabio in at left friend. back. Friend. <laughs> Ledbetter and Housen sitting, uh, Downing, mm. Braithwaite and Bamford behind a sombre longer. Um, quick hands up here. I wasn't at the game this week. I was working yesterday, so it wasn't it wasn't. Any, any, oh, I saw your work yesterday. You did. A... Yeah, I got, I got paid to yell Selena on stage. You got paid to yell Selena. They're very good. Yeah, yeah I like think, that. Yeah, yeah. Check, out, check out the Twitter. Um, I was involved <laughs> yeah. in a rendition of Tequila, which obviously, if you're as childish as me, um, yeah, could only end one way. Um, you uh, look like you mouthed it. You mouthed it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, the, the, the man himself liked the tweet as well. So he has... I hope he watched the video. <laughs> I hope got he knows I put my employment at risk. Um, right, big booming ball straight down the line. The, the one we used to hate, Dave, by by Webster here. Selena catches Christie out with his with his yeah. pace, puts a good ball mm. into the near post. Um, Waghorn can't really do a hell of a lot more. He sp- behind him. sprints yeah. in and he's diving at it. Good contact, but can't get any direction with uh, Gibson breathing down his next. Um, Hughes gives it away. Skills with a foul on skills. Skills with a foul on Bamford. Uh, Downing, nice little curvy free kick. Knudsen seems to be interested in having a little grapple with Gibson and he lets him go, Dave. <laughs> Left foot, side foot volley, weak one, that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Ledbitter pulling the strings in midfield, finds Downing, who goes for the Hollywood diagonal ball. Ward's doing his covering on Fabio. He gives him enough space to have a chance, but it's a difficult chance and um, he volleys it wide left-footed. Um Nice break out of defence by Webster again, which we're nice starting to see. Um, he wants it back off Selena. Selena does that annoying thing where he loses the ball at a really vital moment. <laughs> um, gets blocked out. Middlesbrough counter. Two good passes here forward from Ledbetter and Bamford. Braithwaite onto a Sambalonga. Kind of shrugs Knudsen off the ball. Chambers is over covering, but he gets a good shot away. And um, yeah, Bart, does, yeah, Bart yeah, does well at the near post. Um, down yeah. and balloons one over after a corner. Uh, nice run and cross from Ward. He's good at that, Ward. <laughs> Connolly arrives. Falls to Selina who has a bad first touch for once. Um, delays a little bit, which probably stitched Hughes up a bit because um, mm. Fabio gets back to block his shot. Skews um, does his 50-50 ball, lifts it into the box. Waggon tries to control it, but can't get it down. Um, we're going to the first goal right on half-time, Dave. There's a long build-up, so let me just tee this up for you. Um... Borough are attacking Ipswich have a really good defensive shape Hughes breaks out of it takes it to just over halfway and it looks like he's going to win an attacking throw but the ball stays in play Downing picks it up Ledbitter to Housen now Braithwaite comes short outside of the um, the two lines of well the four and the four and the two yeah um, and then Downing's on the right so you can pick it up there Dave 
Yeah, I mean, it's just just back to that. Mick had a right go because he said he blamed Hughes for losing it. That you know, I mean, with decent possession, as you said, that far up the pitch, and he said he should have just sort of chipped it in behind the um, behind the defence and got him turning. But yeah, I mean, he's Downing's a quality player. You know, he's he played for England, played a lot of games in the Premier, and um, he gets the ball wide right. It's one of these things. He's predominantly left-footed Downing, but he's playing wide right. Um, and yeah, turned on his left foot, which obviously. Nudson, as you would think, he's going to curl the ball in left foot, drops his shoulder, Nudson little fly, <laughs> flying past him. And to be fair, down, he's a good right-footed deep cross with his, wrong, with his weaker foot, supposedly, to the back post, and it's a shitstorm then. Then it's a shitstorm, isn't it? I mean, it's just horrible, isn't it? The Ward gets in the way. Ward, the ball sort of like hits Ward, who then collides with Hughes. It's horrible. I thought, Dave, I thought Hughes got in the way of Ward. Yeah, no, I think so. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. Obviously, Hughes has Hughes has lost the ball, hasn't he? You know, in the in in the uh, the attack preceding the goal, so he's obviously running back to try and well redeem. I suppose he's getting big bollocks from Mick at that stage. And um, yeah, it's just horrible. And the ball just a bit unlucky, I suppose. Just deflects across the six yard box to um, Braithwaite, takes a touch, get out of his feet, hits it, and it's sort of almost. I think Bart gets something on it. The ball sort of bounces in the off, roof. Off and his right, off his right foot. Yeah, Bart. Yes, that's a crap going again. 44th minute, and, and, and then Mick got it right after the game, you know, and he's what, what he said after the game, just about this goal. He said, you know, f- you know, nothing much in the game, 44 minutes in. It's just a terrible goal to concede. You know, they go in, nil-nil, lost, what, three out of the last four, I believe, haven't they? on the great run, pressure on them. And, of course, you know, half-time totally changes things, score in a 44th minute, poor goal, and they're up, aren't they, you know? Not, you know, up 1-0, but the spirits are up, and, yeah. So, terrible. from what I'm seeing, possibly like four little mistakes. So Nudson, you know, gets left on his ass by a good bit that of play. Ward, Ward and Hughes get in a muddle. Connolly seemed to have a horrible body shape. He's, he's like, and don't get on my back. I'm just saying what no. I saw. Connolly had his yeah. back turned to He doesn't react, does he? It's just... And then Bart gets a foot on it as well. It's like any one, any one of those four yeah. guys, and the they that... could have dealt with it, couldn't they? It just seems a lack of communication. Surely between Hughes and Ward, there's got to be some communication there. You know, um, yeah, my ball, you know, well, maybe there was, and he just, uh, that's just But Dave, I think you're right. I think um, Hughes is playing with yeah. emotion there, not his brain, because oh. he's probably just, his boss has he's, just had a good old uh, yell at him on the halfway line, yeah? Yeah, if anything, by what he said afterwards, yeah, he's had a yell at him for losing the ball. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, not great, not great. Nope. Um, no, no, no. So, Garner comes in for Hughes at half time. We predicted that Hughes has done fifty minutes, sixty minutes, seventy minutes. He's going to do eighty minutes this week, but he only does forty-five. Yeah, but- I heard. I did hear afterwards. They asked about that, and Mick said that he has perhaps a knock on his knee. Didn't think, didn't play it up. Didn't think it was anything. He said he just had a twinge in his knee. So perhaps he was uh, maybe. I wouldn't have thought he'd have been the obvious choice to come off at half time. Would you? Not generally. But um, if he's if he's got a slight knock, then it makes sense to bring him off, I guess. So Garner comes in, and my spies tell me that it wasn't a four four two that he put Waghorn back into the row. Yeah. Um, of three and Garner goes Hughes, up, yeah. which I I quite kind of like because he's sticking with the four two three one. If you heard, yeah. I had a really good chat with a Middlesbrough podcaster on the previous show on Friday about the nature of cyclical tactics. How once half the division starts doing a certain thing, everyone has to kind of follow what? on follow on suit, don't they? To especially uh, when hope- you've got three attacking midfielders against you know you have to have two defensive midfielders then, don't you? Yeah, I heard some of that. What was his overall? Just, just quickly now, now you mention it. What was his overall take on Monk? 
Um, yeah, not convinced. Not convinced at all. So there's a lot of okay. lot of pressure on him. Um, similar okay. to yeah. us, actually. We we thought it'd be a good appointment, but not convinced yet. Um, but Dave, fifty first minute, two nil yeah. here. Um, Bart rolls it out to Webster. Um, his ball doesn't quite reach Selena. Christy yeah. um, steps in. Yeah. Actually, does well. But you you take over mm. here. Well, Christy steps in, and, and this is another bad goal, isn't it? Because where Banford picks the ball up. So, Newton's out of position, isn't he? Newton's out of court, court out of position. Chris, Christy steps in and plays the ball. Um, so, in, God, he's a lot. Only perhaps just in our half to Banford, who's, a, who's allowed to turn. Newton's out of position. So, Banford's allowed to turn on an angle and run at Webster. I don't think Webster covers himself in glory. I think Webster should step up and engage him quicker than that rather than backing off. You know, even if he takes him out, take him out 30, 40 yards from goal, but he backs away, backs away. It's a great finish. Bamford, you know, transfers the ball on his strong left foot. And it's a good finish, but no chance. Just buries it in the corner off, you know, off the post. Good finish, but I think another poor goal, poor defensive goal. I think Webster should have step, stepped out there and, um, and like I said, um, you know, uh, tried to get a challenge in far, 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 far further up the pitch. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I think you've I think you've nailed it, Dave. It's a it's a good it's a good finish in the end, but uh, just really annoying as well. One before half time and one straight after, and then you're pretty much done, then, aren't you? Well, I think it's it's, it's a lot of fair sort of like symmetry to almost to the Villa game, isn't it? Did, did, yeah. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Adoma scores forty odd, doesn't he? And then perhaps on the hour, does he get his second goal, something like that? Not, I mean, yeah, you're not that, maybe you're not a bit that far away. And I think, yeah. from what I hear, the, the pattern of play as well sounds similar to the, 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 the Villa game yeah. as well. A couple of little bits of quality and one team sitting back and not much chance of um, I, kind of getting back into it. Ironically, I read that, um, incredibly, that's his first Borough goal since, um, incredibly, a hat-trick against Town in April 2015. Wow. Um, Ipswich attack breaks down early ball to Bamford lovely control here uh, plays in a Sombolonga Connolly's running with him but Knudsen uh, great like diving interception right at the last to block him out uh, which is kind of good because you can see these games go 3-0 4-0 sometimes can't oh you? yeah crikey yeah um, long one up from Bar. Um, Ipswich get the press right this time win the second ball Waghorn to Garner Waghorn gets fouled ref plays advantage Selina out to Knudsen who we've given lots of credit for for getting in these positions these days. Crosses it in for Waghorn, Dave, but it's like sort of hip height, isn't it? And he, he volleys it over. Yeah, he's going to do well to take that, yeah. Bishop, Mazarewa and Sears in for <laughs> Ward, Ward and Selina. Um, yep. Down in, dribbling into the box here, right-footed, no one there. Uh, Garner flicks on to Bishop, uh, gets in, tries a long ranger, which looks like it's deflected, but Randolph saves. Looks like Garner's trying quite hard to make something happen. Um, yeah. Chambers heads across clear. Braithwaite follows in, hits one low at Bart. Uh, nice build up here. Nice, always nice to see Bishop pulling the strings because he's got a he's got a way about him of being quite sort of direct yeah, has. and you yeah. know, knocking it forward yeah, and trying to play it on the run as well, which is good. Um, good to see him get half an hour. It looked as though though Dave Burrow had gone into retreat mode and they had loads <laughs> of men back. Garner has to yeah. try a long ranger. Goes well over House and twenty five yarder and Braithwaite puts. A free kick ride. Dave, we're going to do tweets first, um, and then we'll come to you, okay? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, Kieran says, within 10 minutes, it was clear we didn't like scoring at all. Borough were average, much like us last season at times. Just a poor game of football after two very good wins. Jerry says, it felt like we were we went hoping for a nil-nil, and when we went behind, there was no coming back. New to the championship, ref was a bit 
picky. Uh, Mullet says, tired legs and head, isolated striker and a lack of spark from the creative players. Chambers and Skews commanding, but too many mistakes from the whole team. After good containment of an opposition, massively underachieving. Uh, downing class on the ball, recent fixtures taken toll. And Adam says, similar to Hull away, not taking advantage of a stride, uh, side struggling for form. And I went back to Mullet, Dave, who helped us out at Burton when I wasn't there. For, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So opposition player of the week, he had Downing. Uh, left yeah. foot was a joy to watch him. And yeah. he had Chambers just over Skews um, as Ipswich's best player. So, okay. Dave, where does where does Mick go with this? Because on the on the one hand, you have got this away at Derby tactic, which is very very defensive. On the other extreme, you've got this like four two three one against Sunderland with four forwards on. What what is what is in the middle there that's going to be a sustainable tactic that you can play against a good team and a bad team? I just don't know. I think I, I think a lot of it's per, still personnel. I think Ben, I really do. And <clears throat> trouble is with that, you can't you can't legislate for giving poor goals away at crucial at crucial times. You know, Borough are a good side. They've got and I know Mick bangs on about oh they've got a summer long. Oh Bamford scored. Oh he's a ten million player. Well, okay, you can't argue with it. He is. And so was the summer longest. Braithwaite, what was he seven? You know, you're talking almost, uh, you know, they're, they're a team only just come down from the Premier League who are, um, you know, who, for one reason or another, probably should be with the, with the squad they've got, should be up there. But as far as we're concerned, I think it's purely down to personnel, really. Um, uh, Connolly and Skews, Connolly's done really well. Obviously, I, I assume that he perhaps wasn't quite on, on it yesterday. Um, Hughes yeah, still, I thought he was outstanding against Forrest, but probably yesterday sounded like he struggled a bit. Still, still probably trying to get up to match match fitness really. So I think that's that's got a lot to do with it. As for, I don't know. As for formation, I, you just like to see them go somewhere like almost Borough. Okay, it's not because we were we were above them, but would anyone really expect us to win at Borough? Or are we did at Derby with that. Just have a go. Just have some sort of go at them. You know, they were low on confidence. And as, as a coach, um, you know, manager said at half time, have we gone in nil nil at half time? A lot of pressure on them, but geez, we've got to have it. I think these games, which are almost sounds ridiculous, free games for us, just have a go at them, you know? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, 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 God, I agree you know, with most of what you say. Um, I mean, one shot. It just seems one to have gone from target. one extreme where, yeah. at the end of August, on the pitch, you had Sears, McGoldrick, Garner, and Waghorn. And yeah. now I know McGoldrick's not around and Garner's been unfit, but all of a sudden you're going with just Waghorn and the row of three behind are all yes. actually midfielders now. But yeah. I agree with you because you, you look at the month and you're like, right, if you beat Forrest, Reading and uh, QPR. QPR. You've got three home games. Yeah, yeah pick exactly. up a draw against Derby and just do your best against Wolves and yeah, Middlesbrough. Well, you're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the game. You know, that three points for a win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I do, that's what frustrated me, and I mean, you, you know, you read a tweet, you read, you look at the TWT forum, and you know, people, and people have got a right to say, you know, I don't know, four hundred and fifty mile, whatever it was, I mean, probably close to five hundred mile round trip to see us not really, not say really have a go, yeah, well, yeah, not really have a have a decent go at trying to win the game, you know, this, I don't know, that's that 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 that, that sort of harks back a little bit to last season, but at least, at least you know this season. Perhaps there was reasons for yesterday. No McGoldrick, no no fully fit Garner. Um, you know, at least you know you've got that. Last season we had nothing like that, did we? And Dave Mick would argue that if he'd got to half time at nil nil, that he could. It wouldn't have, do any different. 
He could, well, but he could have made some well, kind of okay. plan yeah. to to yeah, come out come out yeah. a little bit more in the second. You know, he could have said to yeah. him, "Right, sixty keep minutes, keep in, and then Garner's coming in at sixty minutes, and Good point. we're going to yeah. drop Waghorn back, and yeah. you know, this is what we're going to this is what we're going to do." And I, yeah. I don't know. You, you're right though. And um, but Dave, more minutes for Hughes and Bishop, and apparently McGoldrick and Addy Amy both training as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think McGoldrick more so. I mean, I heard Mick say in his, I think it was his press conference, wasn't it, or something um, on Radio Suffolk that um, they were because they were talking about McGoldrick end of the month, but he said, no, oh, no, no, he's going to be in tension, contention next, you know, for Saturday this oh, for, the, um, for the Saturday. Um, and I think probably there is that. I mean, it's stitches in it, so stitches here. It's not like a groin. It's, you know, you don't have to sort of be too careful. It's not like a groin strain, a hammy, or something like that. You know, it's just a. Well, we know what it was. It was just stitches and stuff like that. But probably a fortnight they heal up, you start full training again, and, and away we go. So that's really good news. Yeah, you want you do yeah you do want him back. And uh, Garner had a half. Hopefully Garner got through that as fit. Um, and hopefully, fingers crossed, there's not too much wrong with um, with with Hughes. Uh, no doubt, Addy Amy will take. I'd have thought he'd have an under you know uh, under 23 or whatever reserve game to get or one or two to get up to speed. He really hasn't played since. Well, and like you month. say, Connolly has made mixed life a lot easier. Oh, yeah. In that yeah. regard, by being yeah. you know so reliable in the and Versatile. scoring all those goals as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think just really disappointing. You know, reading between the lines yesterday, just disappointing that we didn't have more of a go of a game that you know with three home games this month that you can sort of say, you know, I, I said it before that almost a free game. You know, but anyway. Yeah, we'll be we'll be well. Look, we'll be feeling very differently if it's a win against Reading. Oh yeah. Next week, yeah. like, like we say, context is all when you look at these groups of games, and maybe yeah. maybe it won't be five actual midfielders and one forward next week. Maybe it might be, you know, you'd, you'd think you think not. You think they'll have yeah at least a couple up there, but we'll see. Yeah, and um, I just remember saying to the Middlesbrough guy on the on the previous show, next time we play them is last game of the season. I hope there's something on it for both teams. <sighs> oh, is it? That's interesting. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as we see, does he think they can put together a sustained run and get in the playoffs? He does. He he, he thinks yeah. top, he thought top two was was gone. Oh, that's, but... no, that's gone. You'd you think that's gone. But yeah, yeah. yeah you do. Looking at their squad, you would think, bloody hell. Yeah, they've got the uh, personnel there. Okay, so let's go to the roundup, Dave. Um, <laughs> Wolves' six-game win streak is over. Colmania <laughs> is running wild. Uh, Wolves nil, Sunderland nil. Bit of a surprise. That could be a Nasdaq. I, I, I don't know, but that could be a Nasdaq, <laughs> Nasdaq buster. buster yeah. A Nasdaq buster. Yeah. So this is incredible. Twenty seventy-two percent possession, twenty-three shots. But here's a telling thing: it's good defending, I guess. Four on target. V one shot, <laughs> one on target, and they played the last twenty-nine minutes without uh, Lee Catamore, who was second yellow. Right, Dave. <laughs> so, I've got heroic. a th- I've got a theory about this. Right. Um, Go on. So Guardiola's Barcelona have just ruined the possession stat because. Everybody looks at Barcelona and think oh, that yeah. they were so brilliant because of the possession. But that's not... I actually agree with Mick on this. Shots on target is a far... And what you just said is a far greater reflection oh, of... Did you yeah. get into good shooting yeah. positions? And Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, Guardiola's Barcelona were brilliant in spite of their possession. They would have been brilliant if they'd only had 40% possession because they... You know, I know that sounds crazy to say, but I, but think, I think that creation. kind of baffled everyone that you got this once in a generation team who seemed to yeah. keep the ball for the whole game and now mm-hmm. everyone's looking at possession stats but 
I agree with in the in the Forest game. I agree with Mick a hundred percent. Where it's like, well, no, that possession stat's totally redundant because the centre half played a hundred and thirteen. Yeah. Passes, Absolutely. You know, it's because, like it's, it's yeah. totally irrelevant. Isn't it? Anyway, yeah, so I just wanted to go on to that. Uh, Cardiff are at Reading tomorrow, tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, they can put a six point gap in ahead of third place. The the real deal oh, here, Bristol City. I think they are, mate. I think you've got to start doffing your cap to your favourite manager. Please. Well, I do. He's certainly doing <laughs> fantastically well this season, isn't he? If they if they hold on, I will I will hold my hands. Going well, and, mate, and they've got a home. EFL Cup quarterfinal game against Man U coming up this I'm, week as I'm well. I'm not going to say I was wrong because he was terrible last season. But yeah, no, you were right. You, know, you were right. But yeah. superb this season and certainly I was... In, I, di- I still uh, think they were lucky against us with a deflected goal after like five minutes, you know. Yeah, they were quite good. Um, great strike. Patterson first goal, 43. Then a, um, Leon Clark with Thunderbars to finish for his 14 for the season. 14? Um, 14! And then... Um, Straight red. Again, they're losing players, though. Straight red for Fleck. John Fleck, two-footer challenge on Corey Smith. Nasty one. Nasty, nasty, nasty one. And then, I mean, what this guy, 90-plus one. Um, just so assured by Aidan Flint. Up, great up great for, player, Dave. Up great set player. Piece, yeah. Second phase of play. Ball clip to the back post. Just brilliant, mate. Side foot, right foot, side foot. Um, sort of half volley. Sick for the season. He's been there four. So he's played four and a half seasons as centre-back. Doesn't take penalties. 34 league goals. Superb, absolutely superb. Yeah, no winning, no winning four for Sheffield United. Is he is he too basic to play in the in the Premier League, Flint? Oh, uh, maybe pace wise, just don't know, don't know enough about him. But you know, you certain players play Premier like I don't know who was looking at him. Oh, he might not be a Premier player next year. People like yesterday, Scott Dam, people like that. You think if they can play there, he's a he's a he's a unit and he's physical, he's big. You probably think you could, mm. maybe with maybe with Bristol City. Is your Tom Lawrence claxon working, Dave? Yeah, he's he's starting to. There is. Well, you say that um, because he went off injured after. So uh, Barnsley nil, Derby three. Lawrence opens the score in uh, Vidra, and someone else scored as well. You probably tell me who it was Dave. Um, but what? now possibly a doubt for a Portman Road return at the end of the month with a, with an oh. ankle injury, Lawrence. Oh, I didn't know. He'd, I didn't know he'd gone off. Oh dear. Oh, that's terrible for him. But might be good news for us. Yeah, I was looking forward to seeing if he'd be yeah, any, yeah. any better. Um, Villa nil, Millwall nil. Millwall, past two games, have taken four points out of Sheffield United and Villa, and they're seven points Very above good. the line now, Dave. By all accounts, they wasn't a backstall wall either. They pretty much, again, battered Villa. But here's a, here's one then. Here's another. Talking about that. 16 shots to, um, I think Villa, 16 shots to 14. Eight on target for Millwall, one for Villa. So that's certainly not a backstall wall, is it? No. Uh, QPR... And Barry Johnston was the man of the match. Sorry, Ben, go on. No, no, go. Uh, QPR 1, Leeds 3. So Leeds go back above Ipswich and the, the roof is on fire. Kemar Roof yeah, with a hat you trick. Like you like him, don't you? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Good, good, very good. And a, a very bizarre cock up by that Vivald in goal for, uh, in goal for Leeds. He's got a... Uh, He's got a mistake in him, yeah. Oh, very... big... Yeah, I went to the away Shocker. game at Leeds. Yeah, that, that yeah. guy should not be playing the way he's instructed to play he's, he's one of these poor goalies who's getting asked to do stuff that he just can't do and yeah and then yeah. everyone's surprised got to, um, Dave are, are Burton going to go this season Burton won I think, uh, Preston 2 bottom of the league 
Well, the way I look at it, yeah, because you think a lot of these clubs at the bottom, well, Birmingham will come on to in a minute, are sort of surviving their home form. That's their seventh straight home defeat. That is relegation, isn't it? Written all over it. They've got minus 27 goal difference. <laughs> yeah, this this might be their, their year. I mean, they heroic last year on, you know, on what they had and... I don't know what their crowds are, 6,007, something like that. Brilliant. We, we said, didn't we? They did so well to start up last year. But I think this year, could the writing could be on the wall, I think, for them. And they don't mm. score goals. Forest <clears> three, <throat> Bolton two. It would be quite fun to be a Forest fan. All these goals every week, wouldn't it? Yeah, and they've still... and um, Yeah, what a great season. No draws there, mate. Don't mess with draws. One ten, lost 11. <laughs> Championship. Love it. Championship. Yep. Uh, Fulham yep. one, Birmingham nil. Fulham... Three wins in four, eight points off the plus. This is the funny thing when you're looking at Ipswich's position at the moment and mm. you see that there's teams like Fulham are actually below them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They just, for some one reason or another, they just haven't clicked, don't they? But seem to recent, seem to have done recently, but Birmingham, two points from 11 away games. <laughs> two points. Ten goals in 21 league. So they've scored 10 in 21. They're the lowest in the whole of the EFL. Right. Um yeah, not great, not great. And then they missed uh, to cap it all, 1-0 down. Adoy, um, Ojo scored for for Fulham. Um, Boga missed a pen in the, in the dying moments to, uh, to uh, yeah, get a point for him. But, yeah, not great. Yuck. Um, and we've can, can Mick actually beat Slav? We've got them um, starting next month and they're not doing amazingly yep. well. Um, Hull 3, Brentford 2, and unsurprisingly... High scorer between between those two, um, Nigel Atkins. Yeah, um, first game, first game back. Who tw- was it? Was it Mrs. Nuts? Someone sent us the him reciting a poem in a press conference. Just and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
just it's a cringe cringeworthy. Oh, it's just incredible. Yeah, look 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 it up. Um, and is the parachute under repair? I think someone's got the bloody sewing machine now, and they're putting a patch. Well, I don't think they've got a sewing machine yet. I think they've got one of the, you know one of those little um those little portable stitching pack things that you sometimes they, they right. put them in hotels don't they oh yeah in, in a little vanity pack oh i know yeah, yeah one of those i think yeah, they've got would... one of them i yeah, think yeah. i yeah, think that the farker has got it i think he's yeah. trying a few little repairs um daryl murphy put a big tear in it didn't he um, he did and they're trying to work on that little tear but um nice little comeback win for um those norwich up the road where i've never had a season ticket no, good, yeah, and, and uh, I thought that was all going so well because Jordan Rhodes scored. I won it up at halftime, but didn't look great. I saw that was on TV last night. I was watching little bits dipping in and out of it. it didn't look great, but um, yeah, Madison closer and Oliveira right at the end. They've so it's so the first win in eight. I mean, it's incredible. First home win since the ninth of September for Christ's sake. But it's Sheffield not- Wednesday, a crap. But well, I was hoping when it was because I didn't score the penalty to right at the death, and I didn't. And I miss. I'll, I'll assume they put. Um, Andre the Giant on, and they just didn't, <laughs> uh, didn't get the ball to him. But there the you go. Mountain. You know, it's not that far away. You, you get all of these um, fixtures out the way. You do yeah. the FA Cup at the start of January. February. Fe- February I'm the going. 18th. Yeah. Bloody hell. It's like it's not, two months away. Just it'll over. Be a, yeah, it'll be, a, be it'll here be before you know soon. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's hope we're still five points or eight points or whatever ahead of them then. Then, uh, yeah. Bit of pressure. Yeah. Right, I'm going to extrapolate Dave Ipswich in ninth in the table, 32 points from 21 games. Uh, 1.523, um, projecting a total of 70, which um, mm-hmm. <laughs> amazing how 70 sounds better than 69. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it kind of does, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. Your top minutes, Dave, Bart, Skews, Nudson, Spence, Garner, although Chambers will likely overtake Garner if Garner doesn't start next week. Top goals, Wag on 10. Wag. Wag of the horn. Uh, Selena, yep. seven. Garner, five. Top assists, brilliant. Nudson, six. Ward, five. Waghorn, four. McGoldrick, three. Um, he's already had a mention, Dave. We're going to the NASDAQ. Um, it's been bad weather. Uh, there's been a lot of panic buying. So do you think the NASDAQ's up or down? Oh, I bet. Every, I, I, I always say it's up, but I think this week is down. I'm going to say down and hopefully it'll be up. Go on. Down. Um, so James, down, follow, down. follow James. Get down, deeper and down. Deeper and de- well, that's the song of the week because there hasn't been another one yet. So unless Gotta you come be. up with something better. Um, so yeah, James has two bets every week. The in- unenviable task of betting on the championship. Um, one on Ipswich and one on the championship. So let's go with his double first. He went for Derby to win at Barnsley. And he went for nope. Villa to beat. Millwall, <sighs> but you've already told me, Dave, Villa did not beat Millwall, so no. And a simple one from James this week, Ipswich Town to beat Middlesbrough. The Nasdaq is down. Uh-oh. Shots Uh-oh. fired. Oh, Man no. down. Um, James oh, will be back next week because he is back every week. He, he does, is. He he's bounces like, back. He bounces back. He dusts Bounce himself off. If at yep. first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. Um, exactly. Let's go to the renegade stat man who says, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. That's better than status quo, isn't it? Yeah. Who sings that, like Dean Martin or something? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I've been interacting, this is stat man says, I've been interacting with the ITFC Twit fam and have come up with some snow-related Ipswich players. I'm oh, claiming good. the funny ones. Enjoy. God, there's loads, loads of these. James Snowcroft. Predictable. Grant Thord. <laughs> Chris Flaking. Cole Skies. <laughs> 
David <laughs> White, Andy Slip and Break Your Leg, Ronan Flurry, Darren Snow Day. That's quite good. Uh, Slay Emmanuel Thomas. No. <laughs> Leon Wear a Vest. Awful. Stuart Sleater. Deep and Crisp and Stephen Henderson. <laughs> That's quite oh, What? Simon yeah. Melting. John Colerane Deer. David Snowflake. Tommy Thor. Jordan Rhodes. Art Icy. Tony Snowbray. <laughs> Snowmeo Zondervan. Oh, God. Oh, God. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, brr, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> listen to this one. Connor Frozen Salmon. <laughs> Dean Snowditch. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't Steve take Sledgy. any more. You've got two uh, more. Slay Me Clapham, rubbish. <laughs> Jason Frozel. Oh, dear. Wow. Um, who, so, was, go, go ahead, Dave, sorry. Who was 50 this week, for goodness sake. Jason Dazelle was 50. Oh, my God. Yes. Congratulations. Well done, Jason. Uh, so let's slide into the stat of the week before it Tommy Thaws. Uh, uh, Ipswich's uh, defeat at the hands of Middlesbrough was the 19th town loss in 2017 with four games still to play. It is the worst calendar year of losses under McCarthy. Ipswich, 2013, he lost 15. 2014, he lost 13. Uh, 2015, he lost 18. 2016, he lost 18. And 2017, he lost 19. Uh the worst year for losses uh, this millennium was 2011 when 24 defeats were recorded. Dual out taking over the range from Roy Keane. Uh, and it's going to get a mention, Dave. Town's Annas Hilibarus was 1994 uh, when yeah. Premier League Town were defeated 29 times. Sorry to bring that up again, oh, Dave. Peace out, Stat. Um, just a quick one in mixed defence on that one, Stat. Remember the first three months of this season, there was no draws, was there? So I, I bet he's won more games in 2017 than some of those other years where he's lost yeah, less. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think you're right. I think you're right, yeah. Because yeah. last season we went for a spate of draws, didn't we? Oh, actually, that will all be included in this calendar year as well. Anyway, oh, that's true. Um, so we, we said we'd let Statman have his uh, rebuttal about his uh, Mick rantings and Marcus yes. Evans rantings on the 10th um, anniversary. So um, here we go. Are you comfortable, Dave? Is it? Is it? Um, can I just adjust? Can I just? I've just got to make an adjustment to my headphones. Hang on. Bang, press. Wallop, wallop, bang, bang. Because I'm only doing it with. I'm still doing it with one arm. That's better. Okay, go There on. we go. Right, here comes Statman's rebuttal to Neil. So we believe in free speech at the pod and open reason debate without personal insults or outright lies. Um, so here's <laughs> Statman's rebuttal. Um, Easy Potters, great to hear Neil Potter's email to the show last week with some well-balanced views. I thought you were a little bit unfair calling me contrary, Ben. I see myself more playful, like, or mischievous, like a fluffy kitten. Well, we all like to think our shit don't stink, stat, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I was given the opportunity to reply, so make yourself a cup of coffee and listen. Football is about opinions. It is what makes our national game so great. Fans love and loathe players, managers, opposition teams, referees and club owners in differing amounts. It would be pretty dull if we all agreed on everything. I'd like to start by correcting some of the opinions that have been aved in me over recent months. I'm not even going to warrant each point with responses. They are bizarre. One, I want Roy Keane back as Ipswich manager. Two, I dislike <laughs> Mick McCarthy because of the 2002 Saipan incident. Three, I'm upset when Ipswich, and he hasn't finished his sentence. Um, 
for I never tweet anything positive about Mick McCarthy. Um, all of these points are untrue and, like I said, somewhat bizarre. If you have a different opinion to me, please feel free to share it with me on Twitter. But keep it sane and don't be abusive. There's no need. Well, we can all agree on that, Statman. Uh, now, here is my actual opinion. I don't... Oh, I've scrolled down too far, Dave. I've messed that up. I don't like Mick McCarthy, Ian Milne or Marcus Evans. This unholy trinity are not good for our club. Mick McCarthy is Ipswich's fifth longest serving manager and targeting his 100th win as the Blues gaffer. He deserves some respect for what he's done on the pitch. McCarthy's football at times has flittered between being a joy to watch to being a total car crash. Um, ultimately, his tenure can only be described as being successfully safe. Never good enough to be considered on the par with George Burley, but on the other hand, never bad enough to be considered alongside the likes of Roy Keane and Paul Jewell. I started to fall out of love with Mick during the early part of 2016 and our relationship became strained during the 2016-17 season. We all agree the football was poor that season. The Rotherham draw, the FA Cup debacle against Lincoln and the humiliating first half at home to Derby come to mind. Mick deployed unusual tactics as substitutions his substitutions often made a point aimed towards the town faithful and his snarky comments against the fans were unnecessary. This all resulted in Ipswich's lowest league crowds at Portman Road for 19 years and our lowest league finished for nearly 60 years. I used to be a season ticket holder with my two children and for the first three and a half years of his time with the club, it was usually enjoyable. Mrs. Statman was happy to wave the three of us off on a match day as we headed to Portman Road with the promise of sweets, hot dogs, hot chocolate and a dash of entertainment. It was dad and children family time, a time that I hoped would provide my children with fond memories of being with their dad at football when they were older. I still look fondly back at the time when my dad and uncle took me to Portman Road. I was a fresh-faced youngster being spoilt by the last two years of Bobby Robson's time at the club, a relationship with the club that will last me forever. Uh, but then Mick went and ruined it all. The football became turgid. Low knees came and went. We couldn't progress in cup competitions and Mick regularly had digs at the fans. My daughter was the first one brave enough to suggest she didn't want to go to the games anymore. Her reason was that she wanted to focus on a GCSEs and then get a job. My son soon followed suit and said he wanted to just stay at home as it was cold <laughs> and boring. We all agreed that as we had season tickets, we would see the 2016-17 season out. This season, as you know, lurched from disasters at PR... Portman Road to PR disasters. Very good stat, man. Uh, the season couldn't finish quickly enough for my two children. Now they have other interests on a match day and often have no idea who Ipswich are playing or what the score was. They show a passing interest when I tell them Ipswich won 4-2 by uttering that's good but nothing more. Uh, this season is undoubtedly better than last season but it's sadly it's too late for the Statman 3 to return. There needs to be a major overhaul at the club, starting with Mick McCarthy leaving before we consider renewing our season tickets. Although I fear that my daughter and son will not be attending regularly with me in the future. Lost family time for me, very sad. So I hope you get a sense of why I treat Mick McCarthy with such contempt. Mick McCarthy is, however, the right manager for Marcus Evans and Ian Milne. Evans and Milne are both clueless when it comes to running a football club. Their over-reliance on Mick has allowed the gruff Yorkshireman to think he's indestructible. When Mick finally goes, I see there being two... Outcomes. Option one, Ipswich find a progressive manager. Don't know what that means. There's someone that will play open at- oh, okay, he's explaining. <laughs> open attacking football and bring through the kids. The lost generation of fans might return as the style of football becomes regularly entertaining and the team sets out to win games. Or option two, Ipswich find a progressive manager, someone that will play open attacking football and bring through the kids. <coughs> Things don't turn out as well as we hope. The lost generation do not return and Ipswich are relegated. We all like option one. Marcus Evans might then see there is a chance of 
reaching the promised land and start to invest at the appropriate level, there might be a sign of life in our stagnant club. But option two has something about it. Marcus Evans' tenure at Portman Road can be labelled under huge disappointment. Mick has kept the walls from Marcus Evans' store on very rare occasions in the last 10 years have the Portman Road faithful turned their diluted anger on the club owner. Evans' mythical five-year plan, his distance relationship with the fans and his cost-cutting at the club deserves a lot more contempt from the Ipswich fans. Without Mick there to steady the ship, the fans might realise that Marcus Evans has been holding us back and campaign for a change of ownership. I can but hope. Renegade Statman. So that was Statman's right to apply. Any thoughts on that, Dave? No, I, I, I not, well, the only thought I've got, I don't think he's alone in that. I think I'm sure he's not the only sort of um, person, you know, parent in his position that, that used to take kids along. And um, yeah, who, you know, what kid, you know, fairly new to the game. I, know, I think he's been going with his kids a few years now, but would have enjoyed that that last year really i know i know one or two people exactly the same position who's i think one of one of those is still going but his boy isn't going anymore because he just stopped enjoying it well let me ask let me ask you dave because this is going to start rumbling as soon as the new year turns um mick mick next year or no 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 i don't i don't no mick won't be i I can't believe mick will be here next year well because he won't want to be here i think i think he's (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he will. I think I think he'll feel he's done his time. Um, I would hope he'll leave us in a position, certainly no worse than last season. So as as it looks at the moment, I don't think we'll we'll go any further. I think we'll probably hover around tenth, twelfth position all season. I think I don't think I don't think we're good enough. We've got shit. Might surprise us. We might do something miraculous in January and sign some players. Can't see that happening. Um, and I think he'll leave us. In, well, let's face it, in a much better position than when he joined, when we're five points adrift. He'll no doubt, he'll no doubt um, right at the bottom, he'll no doubt point to that when he does go. Um, yeah, it'd be very interesting who gets the, um, who, who you know, when he does go, what way we go with regard to a manager. But it's a, it's an odd one, isn't it, Ben? Because, I mean, how many people have you in, sort of spoken to on your pre-match shows this season? And, and oh, they all think he's great. Yeah. I know, and you read Harry, he was a brilliant poster on TWTD, Harry from Bath, you know, and, you know, who asked the fans' opinion, does, um, you know, fans' opinion every uh, every game, and um, 90% will say, yeah, McCarthy, brilliant, would love him at Ark. Not, perhaps not the more progressive teams in the top six, but certainly teams in and around us. I like that progressive to... team Cardiff in second place, though. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, but you know, <laughs> what I mean. you know what I'm saying, though. You know, teams around us and below us, oh, yeah, you know, Mick McCarthy's doing a fantastic job. Um, with with no you know with no resources, so it's a. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna people, rumble, I, 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 isn't it? It's gonna rumble it in gonna the rumble. new year. And you're gonna get that faction, and you know what's gonna get drummed out. And I know you hate it. Be careful what you wish for. You know, I know you hate that. Everyone hates that. Well, line. that's just that's just a yeah. That, I I just hate that. That that's not in that's not an intelligent ben, enough argument no, for. Ben, I for think this, that, that something's got you know. If he stays, nothing's going to change. What's going to change if he stays? You know, and I think Stats got it. Stats probably got it right. Let's bring a progressive manager in, maybe a young manager, progressive manager in. Look, look to play perhaps a bit more football, and it will perhaps go either one way or, or the but other. Dave, you is know? there not part of you that's going to look down at the touchline next season when this quote progressive manager Some, who's only managed who? seventy games is one nil down, and you're like? God, I wish, wish Mick, Mick, I was, wish Mick was there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you're always going to have that, aren't yeah. you? I can't see him staying, Ben. Can I? I mean, if we, I can't believe it. 
I, I, I just don't think so. I think five years, what is he, 59, nearly 60, I think, isn't he? You'd think he's, I don't think he needs it. I just don't think he needs it. I think he'll see out his contract and that'll be it, I, I would think. Mm. Going to be interesting. But, I don't want to talk about it too much now because no, no doubt, no, no doubt it's going to run say, and run and run well, and run. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know you don't want to get into this now, but, you know, you look at the players who are going to be out of contract at the end of the season. So, you know, with that rumbles on into bloody... Yeah, but Dave, I also look at um, Ward, Downs, Oh, yeah, Hughes, no, absolutely. Yep, yep, yep. Bishop, brilliant hopefully. young players. Yeah, Bishop yeah, yeah, um, only like 25 um, or something, isn't he? Oh, no, no. I mean, there's a lot to be thankful for. This year, of course. Yeah. Zell, for Christ's sake. No, no, there's a lot. That, yep, there's a lot. There's a lot. And I think, I think you know, we hit the nail on the head very early doors today when we spoke about the academy and that, you know, we are starting to see the results, the results of that now, which is great, you know. So someone... You know, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's still a big job, mate. You know, some, you know, look at the facilities, the, you know, the ground, right? We never fill it, but, you know, 30,000 potential capacity there, you know, the training facilities, everything that goes with it. It's a big club, Ben. Mm. You know, not just saying that's a club we support, but it's a big club. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, a more interest, I mean, if it does go, you know, is, is what, what the owner does, you know, what, I don't know. Again, you hear certain whispers and stuff that he's looking to looking to get rid. I don't think. Oh, I just don't know. I don't know. Mm. Um, <laughs> but a lot, yeah. Of, yeah, a lot up in the air. Been interesting and very interesting few months. Yeah, and just to say, and this is to all Ipswich fans and Twitter users and TD TWTD forum um, writers. Um, I disagree with Statman sometimes. I disagree with Dave sometimes. Dave disagrees you- with Statman. Dave Neil disagrees with Statman. Um, can we just all be nice to each other and civil on Twitter and have a conversation like those two have have had on here? There's no need for all the crap that goes on on Twitter and the name calling and all of that. Anyway, anyway, Ben, just to finish, I've got to remember this. I've got an obituary, and this will make you very sad. So let me let me set this up. Think of football hard men, Ben. Football um, hard men and tackles that might give that might give the game away. So Roy Keane made some dreadful tackles. It Patrick Vieira. Horrific, you know. Ron Harris. Going, going back to my days, Ron Chopper Harris, Tommy Smith. Sadly, I read earlier today, um, perpetrator of the worst ever tackle in football history, Ben, who's died? Benjamin Massing. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, man, Benjamin Massing. Benjamin Massing. If no one's seen this, it and can't it's be the, that old, Kenny. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see, but he's apparently he has. He has. I hope I haven't. I didn't. I should have googled it. You'd be better Google it now. I should have googled it before I came on, but I read it somewhere today that Benjamin Massing has passed on. And if no one knows who Benjamin Massing is, um, he was playing for Zai. Zai. Cam- was Cameroon. Cameroon. Sorry, of course it was Cameroon. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen ninety World Cup. Uh, Nineteen ninety. Age fifty-five. Five, man, he's my, oh shit, he's my age. Oh, shit, okay, stop right there. Stop right there. Um, perpetrator of the worst ever tackle you have ever seen on Claudio Canigia. Claudio Canigia. Actually, the two tackles that Claudio Canigia rode were probably equally as bad. But so he, he he took it from me just to set it up. If no one's seen it, it's on YouTube. He took it, Claudio Canigia, very quick. Took it from his own half. Um, one Cameroon player launched himself launched himself at him on the halfway line. He rode that. With about I don't know another ten yards on another one launched himself and he he vaulted over that one he didn't he wasn't getting past Massing was he? Wow! Oh well, <laughs> two foot two footed waist high wasn't it? Sad uh, news. Uh, who won that game that, though, Dave? Well, yeah, well, yeah Cameroon did, won one nil. Did you know, did. goal scorer Dave? 
Uh, yeah, because he came to play in it. He came to play over over here, didn't he? It was um, no, it, it wasn't Papa Diop, was it? Was it the wardrobe? You're you're way you're about fifteen years out there. Salomon Oman Biak. That's what I meant, Salomon Oman Biak. What was that? Was it the 1990 World Cup? It was the 1990 World Cup. Might have even been the first game because Argentina were holders for 86. Yeah, must have. Was yeah. It, it was in the San Siro where you've been, Dave. Yeah, so it I. was. It was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bloody hell. Sad news. What do I think? Sad yeah, news. it was sad news. Yeah. But I, I remember the times me and you have spoken about, I don't know, that's come up in conversation. <laughs> and it's just, if you want to feel good, you know, you're not. just sounds awful, but watch that because it's just a, it's football comedy, and it, I think it always comes in these sort of football comedy shows, doesn't it? It is just, yeah, sad, very sad, very sad. Um, Reading at home next week, Dave. Yeah. Um, does Does Ghana come back? <sighs> well, I think yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd sort of, well, and perhaps McGoldrick would come into consideration. I would say. Yes, I'd, I'd hope he'd go with two up front, or yeah, and I'd hope. Um, you, you mean two forwards in the yeah, group two, of four at the sorry, front? Yeah, in the yeah. Group, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. 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 Obviously, Garner's the focal. I oh, know, not focal, but Garner's at the top of that. <laughs> so um, many banned phrases now, isn't there? I know, I know. And I've got to watch. I've got, <laughs> I've got to watch, eggshells with me. All I've got to watch myself. Yeah, I would be very, very surprised if McGoldrick doesn't start on the bench. Hopefully, you know, you want him. You want him on the bench. Um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Again, it's, not, it's just a typical division. It inconsistent. Currently, sixteenth, one seven, drew five, lost eight. Um, I say they're playing Cardiff tomorrow at home, so that will be interesting. They've just won two on the spin, so yeah, if they beat Cardiff tomorrow, they'll be be on a bit of a roll. Well, let's hope Warnock does a good old job on him. So, Dave, just interested. If Ghana comes in, Waghorn drops back. Who goes out for you then, Ward or Selena? <laughs> assuming Hughes stays in. Well, yeah, depending if, yeah, um, I would perhaps say, and I hate to say it, maybe Selena, maybe Selena. A little little week off? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Selena. But Dave, Uh, surely if you're playing Wolves away next week, you play Selena against Redden and then you play Ward Ward against Wolves. You're you're beating me, you're thinking ahead, you're thinking ahead, yeah, Um, you're probably probably right actually yeah there there is i mean they've got some players well they have got Reading, which is always a concern they've got two they've got barrow and aluko who are quick mm. uh, so yeah being interested Reading's always quite an entertaining game isn't it yeah it's always, always usually a decent game down three, here three penalties and then a 2-2 draw in the home game last year and yeah. that, Dave, that was the one game he put lawrence and sears up front together that was great that was can't remember. Yeah, two-two. I think scored. Lawrence scored a stupid bar, and then I think did McGoldrick did. get a ridiculous assist in the second half or something? Perhaps you're right, Ben. Yeah, did they score like a fairly late-ish equaliser? Was it last season? Yeah, um, little fullback. A, 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 not Adobe. Um, yeah, left-footed fullback. Adobe is a PDF program, isn't it? Yes, I know. It sounds like I don't know what's his name. That little foot. Yeah, he's got banging left foot. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Could play. Can play. Can play left. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a game, you know, given our home form's been fairly, obviously Norwich side, fairly decent. Yeah, you're, you're looking to, um, you know, looking to win that, especially if you've got Wolves away the following week. And then, you know, QPR at home, who haven't been, who haven't been doing brilliantly. So, um, and then Derby, of course. So, yeah, you want a really good performance next week, beat Reading, and then, yeah, go, go to Wolves away with a bit of confidence. Great stuff. Um, right, let's do the plugs, Dave. So, you're going to be back on Wednesday? Back on Wednesday, me and Stat this week in ITFC history and obviously uh, getting round about the Christmas games. So no doubt there'll be some um, some uh, memories of them up the road, as uh, as Graham as uh, Graham would say. Are you going to do the Fulham games on Christmas week? 
<laughs> That's a good point, actually. I don't know. We haven't covered those yet, so I don't know. Yeah, what the um, yeah the the ten. 10-1 and the 4-2. goals in two games. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that might well come up, actually. Christ almighty, yeah. Um, so that's on, uh, yeah, that'll be out Wednesday. And you're on the Twitter, Dave? David Diamond 3. Cool. Um, so the pod is on Twitter at Blue Monday ITFC, and if you look in the description, you can buy a T-shirt there, um, support us. And if you've got any ideas for new T-shirts, particularly maybe a Martin Waghorn-themed one, that would be nice. We'll take your ideas. Um Excuse me, we're on the facebook.com slash Blue Monday. Um, excuse me, I'm drinking Diet Coke. I was not at the Middlesbrough game, but I'm usually at all the games, and I do a YouTube review. Mm. If you tap Benjamin Bloom into YouTube, you'll find my reviews. I will be at the Reading game and doing one after that. But if you want to say things about me on TWTD, if they can be true, that would be nice. You know, things like, that guy's got great hair. Um, yeah, true you know, enough. That guy's yeah. really well balanced and gives excellent reasoned um, uh, comments, and that, he's doing his 105th podcast a day with David. You know it's... that 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 guy wears ridiculous shoes. <laughs> Not in the snow, I don't. Trainers are going on tomorrow. Uh, trainers. That guy wears ridiculous shoes and ill-fitting tight trousers. <laughs> <laughs> that's his stage sorry that's his stage persona sorry guys sorry. I don't have a stage persona I know I'm you don't have a stage me all the time so that's your stage your stage attire perhaps but you can follow me on Twitter at Benjamin Bloom and Dave we're going to be back next week after the Reading game yeah we are yeah hopefully with three points in the bag in the old bag right um, have a good week song of the week song yeah. of the week you think it's obviously status quo Tequila, probably, right at the top, right at the top oh, of the show. What about Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow? I like that. Oh, Dean Martin, of course. Yeah, we'll go with that. Right, Dave, we'll see you next week. And um, tune in on Wednesday for uh, This Week in ITFC History. Tune in on Friday if I get my act together and sort out a preview show. I think I'm three or four weeks running now. That's good, isn't it? Um, mm. And we'll see you all next week on the Facebook cool. show. Bye. Cheers. Bye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.